This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Amazon Studio has reimagined the 2005 film Mr. and Mrs. Smith into a new series. It stars Donald Glover and Maya Erskine as the respective title characters. Before Michael McNeely gives you a review, let's take a sneak peek at the trailer. The series is rated 16+, plus, so the following clip does contain some gun use. A man joins a woman in an elevator. I'm Jay. I'm John. They shake hands, then look away from each other. They peruse identity documents. Banking card and marriage registration. An envelope contains wedding rings. Married. Yeah, I guess we're married. Make you do right. At a mountain ski resort, they install a hidden camera in a room. They didn't bring up that we'd be paired until the last interview. It's an old KGB tactic. They draw less attention as a couple. Agents rappel down a cliff. The Smiths fire guns. A bomb scatters a crowd. Very romantic. John spots a vehicle chasing them. What is it that you two do? Jane loads a gun and fires at their pursuers. We're software and engineers. Administer single dose, no casualties. They both inject the target. What? You think if the company hadn't matched you, you'd be compatible? At a camp. You you're like a sitting baby. underneath a shelter I made. Oh, I made this fire. Oh, I man, got you this I fish. Shelter, food, fire, water. No. Maybe. <clears throat> Entertainment critic Michael McNeely is almost done this series and has some thoughts on it so far. Michael's in studio alongside his intervener, Jillian. Hey, good morning, Michael. Good morning. How are you? Michael, I'm good. I'm genuinely curious to know what you thought about this show because it's been advertised all over my Amazon television. <laughs> there are eight episodes in total. You've got a couple more to go. How are you liking the show so far? I'm enjoying it, I think. I'm just trying to take my time with it so I don't get too burned out, but uh, I'm actually really enjoying the episodes. I like the, the stunts, I like the chunks, I like the chemistry between the leads, I like the, you know, the missions, and I'm also curious about what happens next. Mr. and Mrs. Smith is not a new story. This is a reimagining. Of course, there was the famous film with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie that may have uh, broken up a marriage uh, <laughs> in Hollywood. There was also a series in 1996 on CBS. So from what you've put together, how does the new series compare to the previous versions of storytelling? Without giving any spoilers, uh, the first five minutes of this new series, they get rid of the old Mr. and Mrs. Smith altogether. So, I think what's interesting about the Mr. and Mrs. Smith movie in 2005 was that it spearheaded a new romance for Brad Pitt and destroyed a marriage. Um, I'm assuming that this film or this, this TV show will not do any of that. Um, one of the main differences is that in the 2005 movie, the agents were supposed to try and kill each other. In the series, they're not trying to kill each other yet. Maybe it might happen. I have no idea. But I think this series is more focused on character building and getting to know each other, because what's really interesting is 
We've spent a lifetime in this series talking about why we want to be spies and what that means, and that usually means that someone is lonely, someone that doesn't have any friends or family. They're the perfect spies because they're not used to, you know, they're not used to having connections with other people. And then mm. once you start to have a connection with somebody, you're pretty much a, a match, a target. You mentioned you did enjoy the chemistry between the actors. How is the series putting forward some of that tension that the 2005 film was rich with? I remember the 2005 film had them trying to kill each other, and that was really the first film I watched that I learned that, you know, they can try and kill someone and still love them. Um, but that's kind of twisted. So I think here... It's just two lonely people that got assigned to be partners from a spy organization, so they're pretending to be a couple. Mm. And then they decide, you know, why not? Let's do the rest of the couple things, too. And ultimately, it does seem like this organization recognizes that people will do that. So, it, you know, it's like being in an arranged marriage, but then you start to fall in love with the person, um, which does happen. But here, I think the chemistry is mostly just character building. It's not through aggression, it's not through violence. It's more like, oh, you're doing the same mission I am. Cool, let's hang out, let's see where things go. And of course, it's added to the part where Donald Glover takes his shirt off. I guess that's more or less <laughs> how you get some added chemistry there. <laughs> um, but that's, it's interesting too, because Donald Glover is the one that takes his shirt off. Maya Erskine doesn't need to do anything like that, so I'm really glad for the show, because at least it doesn't, you know, you don't have to subject the women to the same stairs. Um, and I really like their dialogue, because they talk about anything and everything when they're doing stakeouts and when they're waiting for stuff. They'll talk about their favorite TV show, they'll talk about their favorite sports. It's really like they're on the first date throughout mm. this entire mission. So it's like, okay, let's, let's forget the action and we're here more about what you guys want to say to each other. You mentioned the character development, the strong acting, the good chemistry. How does the series balance that against a plot that moves forward? Because when I think about a spy series, I want some excitement here, Michael. I want some action. It's true. I've been thinking about a lot of the spy series and movies I've enjoyed in the past, like Aliens with Jennifer Garner and Mission Impossible. Um, I think, I think what you do is you get both. I think you get the talking through the action, and you get the action through the talking, and you get lots of interesting set pieces. I'm hoping that our friends were able to describe how beautiful the ski resort looked at the, um, in the trailer. That is an entire episode, and the mountains are just so incredible to look at. And then you know there's going to be some skiing, there's going to be some chases, there's going to be shootouts. So you're not disappointed, it's just a matter of waiting for the tension to drop. And they find funny ways to have the action set pieces. For example, um, in one of the episodes, they have to take care of a, a man who is just a giant baby. So they have to protect him and they have to shoot all the people that are trying to kill him. And it's just hilarious because the man is not really helping himself. And it's like, you know, why, why am I here? Get me out of here. And they're like, shh, just be quiet. But, um, you know, I think it's just, I think it's a comedy action type of thing. I mm. think that's, that's where it is. But it's also serious action, too, if that makes sense.
No matter what you were going to say about this series, I was going to hit play. And the fundamental reason is the lead actor, Donald Glover. It's been about 15 years since Community hit the airwaves on NBC. And in those 15 years, he has probably been one of the most important people in pop culture, whether it be through acting on Community, the show that he made called Atlanta, which was excellent, through some of his really excellent music, through his uh, rapping alias as Childish Gambino. I was going to hit play on this no matter what. But what are your thoughts on Donald Glover as, as just a piece of the pop culture puzzle that has been put together in the last decade and a half? I know my father and I watched Swam. He was behind that. And that's the show that he did after Atlanta. And with, when he did Atlanta, he was challenged to have more of a, a female perspective. So that's why he moved on to Swan, and then he actually started working with um, Malaya Obama, President Obama's daughter, on that show. So he's very creative. He's endlessly creative. He's funny. He's very, um, he's very humble, despite having these Tom Cruise moments in the show. I feel like I would love to work with him sometime. Um, I think, ultimately, too, is just the energy that he brings to his performance. I feel like they're doing, they're going in directions that we never had before. They're going in directions where they embrace their race and their identity on the show. Uh, both Maya and Donald, Maya is Asian, and Donald calls himself African-American on the show. And they both use that to their advantage and spy missions. So it's really creative to see that. And it feels, it makes me feel like I've been missing a lot in my spy shows with a lack of diversity. Mm. Um, and finally, I'm excited as you are for the new community movie, wherever that happens to be. I guess they've just decided to get rid of Chevy Chase, which is probably best for all of us. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, complicated people around community, whether it be Dan Harmon himself, the creator of the show, the head writer, or uh, Chevy Chase as well. But I know there are still a lot of community heads who are excited for that one. So, Michael, you haven't quite finished the first season here yet. I can tell that you like it. Do you think this might be rich for a second season or an ongoing series here? As we've talked about, it's always good to get out early. You know, don't overstay your welcome. So I would say that I think um, it just depends on the next three episodes for me. I'm happy to give you a quick answer next time, but... It feels like, you know, have you dealt with everything in the plot? Have you dealt with all the spy stuff that you need to? Then just move on to another project. I don't mm. think there's any harm in that, because the last thing I would want is people having a sour taste of the show. Yeah. Maybe it's a situation, though, where it becomes a little bit like the American Horror Story model, where you perhaps recast or reset every every season in a different way just to keep the model the, the the familiar style of storytelling but just recast it and reset it every season and just keep calling it mr and mrs smith no i thought that's a good idea i thought the whole idea behind mr and mrs smith is that anybody could be mr and mrs smith it could be me and julian um without the romance obviously but it would just be you know, you can have different people take on the identity, and I'd be interested in having a, a show called Mr. and Mr. or Mrs. and Mrs. Yeah, or yeah. Or even having, getting rid of the gender altogether.
Smith and Smith. All right. Okay. All right. I like that one. Michael, thank you for this. Have a great day. You too. And thank you for having me. And I would just say the most important gadget that you can have is a flashlight, as I had a flashlight during the power outage last week. And I'm very happy I did. Yeah, always have a flashlight and don't count on the flashlight on your phone. You definitely want to be going beyond the phone flashlight because that battery needs to be kept in a, a different way. So, yeah, 100%. Flashlight is a must and charging banks for your cell phone. Got to have a charging bank for your cell phone. Multiple oh, external batteries. I think you need to... Well, Jillian was the one that gave me some spy techniques. She taught me how to charge my phone with my laptop. So if I okay. Know that. <laughs> yeah, use energy for energy. Well done by Jillian and well done by you. That's Michael McNeely, entertainment critic, with a review of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Just a reminder, the show is rated 16 plus, a little more mature for you. It is available on Amazon Prime. And yeah, I've got an Amazon-powered television and it has been advertised to me relentlessly every time I turn on my TV in the last couple of weeks. Coming up next, where do you land on the idea of having a ban on cell phones in school classrooms? Alex Smythe poses that question to the Roundtable chat. This is now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv and in streaming audio at amiplus.ca. Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.